0: You are listening to the Self Image Experience Podcast, and I am your host, Chloe Rosam. Mm -hmm. Hi, and welcome back. Chloe Rosam here, and I'm talking to you today about doing the work. I used to hear this term, well, i still hear it all the time. uh you know, doing the work. and it's used in the personal development and the coaching world like it's this obvious thing and that it's used like everyone knows what the work is. but i didn't know. like i had no idea what that really meant and i knew that it was something along the lines of bettering yourself, implementing healthy habits, becoming more productive and putting into place some some good practices and working on your mindset and gaining consciousness. Like all of those things, I knew what that was. But my question was really, what does the work actually look like? Like what am I actually doing mentally and physically? When am I doing it? How am I doing it? I had all the questions about like, okay, so how can I do the work? So that's what I'm going to share with you today because I wish I would have had a more straightforward explanation when I was new and just getting started on my journey. So here it is. Doing the work is personalized to you and it meets you where you are right now. Now, I know that does not sound like a straightforward answer whatsoever, but let me explain. So it can truly look like a multitude of actions or practices that are all kind of working towards the result that you want. So depending on what results you are looking to achieve, your actions and your practices might look very different from another person's. And I mean, that's obvious because if you're trying to build a business and someone else is trying to lose a bunch of weight, well, obviously the things that you're doing on a day-to-day basis are going to look very different. However, there are some major areas where no matter what you are trying to achieve, there is a common denominator. And that is understanding yourself, bringing consciousness to this version of you, like what are your thoughts and beliefs and what are your feelings, what are your actions that are all leading you to achieve the results that you have right now. Those practices and that goal is going to be the same no matter what it is that you are trying to do. And when I say results, I don't necessarily mean the intentional results that you're purposely trying to create. You might be thinking right now that you don't like you don't have a goal that you're working towards or you're not really, you know, trying to do anything yet and so you don't have any results. But that's actually false. When I say the results that you're currently creating, I'm talking about the intentional ones, yes, but I'm also talking about all the results in your life that exist right now, but that are the ones that resulted from your current unconscious thoughts, behaviors, habits, actions. However you're living your life right now, you are creating results. Whether it's ones that you want or ones that you don't, you are, every action that you take, every choice that you make, is all contributing to the results that you currently have. The first thing that has to be practiced and built is the skill of consciousness or awareness, self-awareness, whatever you wanna call it. You have to be aware and not just on a surface level. I've talked about it before, but so many of my clients think that becoming aware of the problem or the thing that they're doing, creating, or feeling that they no longer want is enough, that they're now aware, They don't like it, and it seems obvious to just change this immediately. But this is not enough, and it will not be a real solution for this problem. The awareness has to be a lot deeper than just knowing that there is a problem. It has to be knowing that there's a problem and then taking that as a cue to go deeper and deeper to a level of understanding and accepting. And this is where a lot of people actually go wrong. They become aware of the problem and then immediately try to change their actions or behaviors and soon find out that it doesn't work and then just give up. They think that either it's too hard or it doesn't work or it's just not meant for them. And the real reason that it didn't work is because the person didn't truly understand what was going on, on a deeper level. Not just knowing that it is a problem, but why it's a problem. Why sounds like such a simple question to ask, and yet so many of us do not ask or spend time actually diving deeper into the why. Now, a little bit of a side note is a statistic that I want to share. Now, this is not an exact statistic, but there is a stat that talks about how much of your day that you actually live. From your unconscious mind, like going on autopilot, as you've probably heard. And it's something like 90 to 95% of the average person's day is spent on autopilot. When I heard that, I was like, oh my God, like that is insane. Because 90 to 95% of your day, like no wonder we are. Living a lot of the time and wondering, like, why we're doing these things or why we feel this way or whatever. Like, for me, anyways, like, I felt like that stat alone was enough to be like, oh, okay. So, like, this is like a normal thing. And we actually have to make an effort to understand and become more aware of what we're doing. Because if we don't, then our mind just wants to go on autopilot. There's many practices that. Exist to help you get curious and gain a deeper understanding of yourself and how to bring more consciousness to your day. Because it's one thing to decide, okay, so I'm going to start this practice, I'm going to start doing the work, and I'm going to be more conscious. But the thing is, is that because one part of your brain has decided that you want to do that, it's the other part of your brain that is clicking that autopilot button. And before you know it, it's the end of your day. And you're like, oh shit, like I forgot to be conscious today. And then you're on that hamster wheel of every day being unconscious and setting this goal. But then it's like you wake up at the the next day and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot I I was doing that. Or two weeks have gone by and you're like, oh yeah, I was going to start doing that. And then I forgot to do that. And now all of a sudden it's two weeks later. So I want to share some of my favorites um, that are really useful to me anyways and to a lot of people also that I, I talk to in, in this industry that they all kind of use similar practices to help themselves and their clients gain awareness. And so my personal favorites are journaling and writing and like not just typing, but like physically picking up a pen and writing on paper, writing down my thoughts and my feelings and like anything else that is going through my mind. I also really love meditation, walking, and just kind of watching my mind and just letting my mind run free and just seeing what's happening up there. Um, I think that a lot of us don't actually spend time with just ourselves and without any distractions or anything that is acting as a stimulus. So you know, like listening to music or watching TV or a podcast or reading, like just actually sitting with nothing, which I guess is very similar to meditation, but I still like the practice of walking and like having that physical movement as a separate form of meditation. Uh, I also love question prompts where you have a specific set of questions. Like maybe they go in a series or maybe they're related, maybe they're unrelated. And you can ask yourself these in the morning, or set an alarm, and you can do them in the middle of the day, and then also at night. And they kind of help bring you back to the the awareness of what your whatever work that you're doing, uh, and also having a coach. Having a coach, I mean, it depends on the type of coach that you have, but if you hire a coach that is specifically for coaching purposes, what they are doing is helping you understand and see your mind like through a lens of non-judgment, non bias, like just straight up curiosity and being like, okay, this is what's going on in my mind. These are ways of how to unlock your own brain. And the goal here is to look at your own mind without judgment, good or bad, and to just kind of like watch from the sidelines like you are an observer of your own mind. And getting deeper with this definitely you have to be consistent. um, And it, it is a practice. Like It's an ongoing thing. And you get better and better at it. But it is the most important part of doing the work. You can't do the rest of the work unless you're doing this work first and foremost. If you think about it, like you can't fix something that you're not aware of and that you don't fully understand why it's happening and what's influencing it. And you can't Gain control and change it. The other part of doing the work comes after your initial awareness. And this is the learning, the understanding, stepping outside of the comfort zones and knowing where you're at and where you want to go and doing so from a healthy place or one that you like. And this is what you would call the growth phase. This part is where you kind of take on the role of being your own parent. And You're doing things that you want to do consciously, and these are things that contribute to your growth, but they don't necessarily feel good in the moment. Some of them might, like if you're thinking about if you really love exercising or meditation, like these things do feel good immediately. But these are more so the things that are going to lead you to the place that enable you to grow versus the things and not doing the things that you feel like doing in the moment, maybe sitting on the couch and pushing things to later or deciding not to go to the gym today because you don't feel like it or deciding to go eat a whole cake because, you know, you're just going to start tomorrow or whatever. But these are the things that do not contribute to your growth or even that take you away from your growth or the desired result. This part is also about embracing the discomfort because That is part of the journey and there's a lot of reasons that it's uncomfortable and that's okay. The other thing that's so important to mention here is not only are you gaining and working on an understanding of your own personal patterns and programming, but you have to understand what you are and the thing that controls your being, which is your brain. So learning this piece actually is what made all of the difference for me, like way back in the beginning of me starting my, my own journey. Because understanding how your brain works, the human brain, it allows you to see how you can use it for you or equally against you. And that if you're doing, feeling, or thinking things that you don't necessarily like, it's not because there's something wrong with you or that you're broken and you need to be fixed. It's simply because you have a mismanaged mind, and most likely a brain with unintentional programming. And what I mean by this is your brain's main function is to keep you alive, and it does this by trying to keep you safe and comfortable and by sticking to what it or you already know how to do. And it makes it feel really difficult when you try new things or try to change your behavior, but all because it's it's filtering information that is either what it thinks, useful to keep you alive or non-useful. And this also means that your brain could be interpreting your new goal of lifting weights as fear or an alert, like a red flag, because it, it thinks that you could, you know, it thinks it's a threat and that you could possibly die. So it will throw out thoughts like, this is a bad idea. You don't really feel like going today. Just start tomorrow. You don't know what you're doing. These don't necessarily feel like life or death thoughts, but it's your brain being really sneaky and throwing out believable thoughts to you that will hopefully keep you safe and keeping to your current routine because your brain thinks that by doing that, you are going to be safe and you will stay alive. Your brain doesn't know if it's a good or bad habit or thing that you want to do. It straight up just wants to do what it already knows, and it thinks that it's keeping you safe. So, I mean, this is not necessarily a bad thing. It's your brain trying to keep you safe and alive. So it it has a good intent. However, it is one of the main reasons that we often get held back from doing the things we want to do or why it feels like so hard to make changes or to do something new. And then we think that there's something wrong with us. So that's why it's so important to understand your brain as a human and know you know, what it's doing is a normal human brain function and process. And you just have to understand how to manage it and how to utilize it to your benefit. Doing the work is the number one most important thing that you can do in your life. It is the root of all change and healing within yourself And the more evolved that you become, the more you can create in your life and others. By becoming conscious and waking up and and seeing your life for what it is and who you are, you can be intentional with your thinking and your actions and your behaviors and feelings. and, And when you do that, you're able to have a better relationship with yourself, which is where it all starts, and with others. And you can live more into your authenticity, into your real self, and what you really want and desire, and also live into your purpose. And by doing this, you're ultimately living a more meaningful life. The other incredible thing that comes along with doing your own work is how it actually influences others. Showing up in the evolved version of yourself shows others what is possible for their lives as well. And it has the ability to positively influence more and more people by doing this. If you start showing up and doing your own work and those people around you start seeing that and they're like, oh my gosh, like what is this person doing? Like I want to be doing more of that. And oh, it's so cool how she's doing this. And it makes me want to do this. And then you're showing others what they can do. Then that effect is going to flow out to then people outside of them and outside of them. And it has this big domino effect in the world. So do your own work and you'll be amazed at what you can achieve and how you can help others to do the same by being an example of what is possible. All right, my friends, thank you for joining me today and I will see you back here on the next one. Hi, if you are enjoying this podcast and are curious about how you can take this work to the next level, come find me on Instagram. You can find me at Chloe Rosom. C-H-L-O-E-R-O-W-S-O-M-E. This is how I work with my clients on a private one-on-one basis with a custom coaching package tailored to your exact needs. So if you are ready to take your life to the next level, send me a DM for more information about how we can work together and take your life from hot mess to success.